When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, we have listener questions, and we have headlines. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, July 2nd, 2021. Went to the Indians game last night, Indians versus Astros, and we got stomped. However, had a good time with my family. My dad and stepmom were in town. My brother brought his wife and new baby, and we kind of just hung out, ate hot dogs, drank beer, and in my case, probably a little bit too much beer, and kind of just caught up with each other. It's one of those things, once your team starts losing, you just start tuning them out and focusing on friends and family. But now, let's focus on those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $33,553, up 1% in 24. Ethereum is at $2,107, up half a percent in 24. Tether's in the number three spot. Binance Coins at 284, down 1.5%. And Cardano's at $1.36, up 1.3% in 24. Running off the top 10, we have Doge. XRP, USDC, Polkadot, and BUSD. Total market cap rate at $1.37 trillion and a BTC dominance of 45.5%. And we can't look past Celo. Celo's up around 21% in the past 24. It's sitting at $3.54. And over the past week, it's up around 40%. So just putting that on your radar, that even though we're kind of going sideways with most of our big coins, there are some gains to be made. Now to listener questions. I had a lot of questions this week. Uh, a lot of them, actually, I have to dig down and research into a little bit. So I'm not going to answer them today. I'm going to answer them either over the weekend or next Friday. But these two questions I'm going to focus on right now. The first one is from Riker. And Riker asks, in regards to not your keys, not your coins, what is the best way to purchase crypto? I'm assuming exchanges like Gemini, Coinbase, Kraken are not the best way. I hope that makes sense. And actually, Riker, they are the best way. Gemini, Coinbase, Kraken even Binance.us, they connect to your bank account, or FTX.us, they connect to your bank account. So you can fund your account pretty easy to buy you know, your cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and so on and so forth. Not your keys, not your coins. It refers to more like if you want to keep your crypto on the exchanges, meaning that they hold the private key. They hold your crypto. So if they're hacked, they can steal your crypto, or you just, you know, you're just not in custody of them. So what it's really saying is get yourself a hardware wallet like a ledger, and control your own keys and your own crypto. Also, stay away from exchanges that don't let you withdraw your crypto, like Robinhood. If you purchase your Bitcoin or Dogecoin on Robinhood, you're not able to put it into a wallet. They hold it forever. You're basically just giving them money and watching number go up. So that's where not your keys, not your coins come in. So in summary, these exchanges are great ways to buy crypto. But not your keys, not your coins means to take your crypto off the exchanges and hold in a ledger. This last question comes from Dominic, and Dominic asks, I'm writing about crypto mining. I'm working on getting all the parts and pieces together to build an F mining rig with GPU. What are your thoughts on crypto mining? My thoughts are that it's a great hobby, and it could be profitable. 
I mean, you're not going to retire on this unless you're really putting a lot of money into, you know, crypto mining in your mining rig. But my buddy, I just asked him, he's mining Ethereum. He's part of a mining pool and he's using his gaming laptop. And he said he's making around $40 a month. The laptop uses 60 watts of power. He said electricity is around $5.12 per month. And so he's making around 35 bucks. His advice, though, is to make sure you look into the pool, the mining pool that you're going to be in. If you're going to be in a mining pool, see what their fees are. See how much you have to build up in your, you know, whatever cryptocurrency you're mining before you withdraw your crypto to your, you know, your ledger or your exchange. And make sure it works into, like, your goals. But other than that, I think it's totally cool. And I think it's a great hobby. Let me know how you do. Moving into today's news. Crypto investment firm ETC Group announced Friday plans to take Europe's popular exchange-traded Bitcoin product carbon neutral after Elon Musk stirred up demand for environmentally friendly crypto funds and the European Union clamped down on dirty investments. An ETP is an exchange-traded product, and it's a security that tracks an underlying asset or financial instrument. Offsetting Bitcoin's carbon emissions is expensive because it uses a lot of dirty electricity. Currently, Bitcoin consumes around 68 terawatt hours of electricity per year. That's down from 141 terawatt hours from May 10th. And that dropped because of the Chinese mining closures. And remember, we had that discussion a couple days ago. Maybe it was just yesterday. Remember, Bitcoin mining is moving out of China. A lot of it was hydroelectric. And now it's moving to places like Kazakhstan, which uses a lot of fossil fuels for its energy. So Bitcoin could actually be getting dirtier as the miners start powering back up. South Korean cryptocurrency exchange Bitthumb has banned its employees from using their accounts to trade digital assets on the platform. The exchange said it's clamping down on the practice to prevent insider trading. But this isn't the first step in tightening trading practices in Korea. Last month, South Korea's Financial Services Commission told exchanges that it planned to ban so-called cross-trading, whereby exchanges buy and sell the same asset without recording the trade to prevent price manipulation. And also, in April, the commission tightened regulations around cryptocurrency transactions designed to take advantage of the so-called kimchi premium. Remember, the kimchi premium is that uh, Bitcoin trades at a higher price in South Korea opposed to, say, the rest of the world. South Korea's financial institutions must now scan for illegal crypto chains and report suspicious transactions to the country's financial intelligence unit. Inventor of the World Wide Web, www. Sir Tim Berners-Lee. That was a joke, guys. Anyway, he auctioned off the 30-year-old source code of his creation as an Ethereum-based NFT for $5.4 million. But a half hour after the auction closed, an error was found in the half-hour video of the source code being typed on screen. But this doesn't mean that the error-laden NFT is worthless. Research published in the Harvard Business Review in 2017 indicates that consumers will pay through the nose for art that contains mistakes, since the mistakes make the art even more rare. And finally, ugh, my allergies are killing me today. Can you guys hear that in my voice? Anyway, finally, the Cayman Islands Monetary Authority is the latest in a long line of regulators to take issue with Binance. The island's financial service regulator said that Binance is not authorized to do business in the jurisdiction. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. I'll be back tomorrow for weekend updates. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. It helps us stay visible. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.